Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, today I want to spend just a little bit of time talking about our, our life as Christians, our passions, our goals, our dreams. And uh, this is an important topic to think about because you remember the question almost all of us were asked it when we're kids. What do you want to be when you grow up? You know, what do you want to be? And, uh, you know, some people want to be a policeman so you can drive in the car real fast with the sirens on, you know. Some people want to be a firefighter or doctors and lawyers and there's some different obscure things. And I remember from an early age, and I don't remember how early, I mean, probably 12, 11, 12, maybe a little younger, I wanted to write. And didn't really know why or where that came from because up to that point in time, I really hadn't read much of anything. Um, we weren't a book-centric house. We had just a few little books here and there, um, and they were all like Stephen King horror films. In fact, I think that the first book I've ever actually read, um, at least outside of a requirement for a class, maybe even including requirement for a class, was probably Misery by Stephen King, which is like, huh? That's grounded, you know, why not? What else can you do? Uh, not allowed to have anything else you like. May as well read a book. It was the only book available, you know? So it was interesting, um, but at the same time, we weren't a book-centric home, so I'm not sure where that desire came from. And, you know, of course, you, you live your life and things never quite pan out because, especially in a home like mine, you don't dream, you're, there's no goal setting, there's no questioning what do you want to do and what's it going to take to get there. And so you grow up in life and you just kind of fall into the paths we fall into, you know, I... I went off to school, and, and I, I, in reality, I did follow other passions to go off to school. You know, I, I really liked herbology, and I liked natural medicine type stuff. That's led me into biochemistry, uh, so I can understand the uh, molecular underpinnings of it all, is why I went to those fields. And, you know, I went out and worked in, the, in those fields for a couple of years, and really wanted to step aside from that and do other things. But early in grad school, I remember it was, uh, in fact, it was a 4th of July. I want to say it was 4th of July, 2003, I think. Um, I'm in grad school, and of course we had the day off because, you know, we couldn't even park on the university to go into the work to do anything. So um, I, I'm actually out at a little bagel shop, and I'm sitting there with a computer, and I'm, you know, doing something. I'm like, man, wouldn't this be... Wouldn't this be the cool life to not have to have this nine to five and all this? Because you start seeing all of the nine to five around you and 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 how it just it just uglifies you. It just makes you like uh, drudgery through life. And life's not about drudgery. Even in Christ, life's not about drudgery. So I remember sitting there at that bagel shop and having a bagel, having a coffee. It was like ten o'clock. Like man, wouldn't this be the life? Be able at ten o'clock, you know, go ahead and do this kind of stuff. And the reality is. I realized that not long ago, um, now of course I still get a lot of work done, you follow my channels, you know i a workhorse, but I don't actually start working usually until about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So early on I do that, but even then it's much more relaxed, I'm working in my own home office, my own environment, my own work situation in that respect. But with all that being said, I'm sitting there at a donut shop, it's probably 11 o'clock, I'm editing a manuscript and I'm like... I'm actually accomplishing the goals that I wanted to do when I was a kid. And uh, what made me think of this today is that I just got in the proof print of my fourth book, which is Josiah's Sanctification. So you can actually buy this right now from the Amazon properties. I don't think I have it listed anywhere else. It will be up other places as soon as I can get it there. 
Um, but I got this copy in and, and I was actually quite surprised how beautiful this is. I mean, this isn't my first merry-go-round, but it's, uh, it's a beautifully formatted book. And, uh, and I did make this one pretty cheap. This one only retails at $5.99, so you should be able to get it pretty cheap. Um, so the idea is to teach about sanctification. But the cool thing about this is that I really set out to have a goal. I set out to have a dream, and I wanted to use that. Now, where this crosses the intersection of our daily walk and our walk in Christ and the Christian life is that when we are following these dreams and passions as a Christian, our ultimate goal is to follow them as a Christian. So if I wanted to say, well, I want to be a writer, what's it going to take? Well, I happen to know that that softcore romance sells a lot. I mean, the Fifty Shades franchise, which is a very new franchise, is netted into the billions, if not trillions. I forget the exact numbers. I actually have them uh, listed in my book, I Am Not Amused. Um, I forget the numbers, but the wildly profitable type of, of authoring. So, hey, if I just wanted to be an author, why not just do that? Make the more, more money, whatever else. Because we are called to purity as a Christian. Even more than being personally called to purity as a Christian is our role as a Christian, which is to preach the gospel. So the gospel of Jesus Christ is what is important. So what I choose to do with most of my books is I choose to use my desire to write and my ability to write, my ability to teach, to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ through books like this one, which is a nice, cheap, thin, very easy to read book. In fact, I believe you can read it. I think the audiobook is only an hour and a half in length. So you should, in theory, be able to sit down and read this between an hour and an hour and a half. Um, because we can read faster silently than we can read speaking out loud. So you can read that pretty quick and you can understand, you can grasp sanctification, which is the core focus of this book. You can grasp all of that information much easier. Um, and I'm using that goal for Christ. That's our task. If you want to be a musician, you don't necessarily have to go out and be a Christian musician, but you need to get out and write something or, or perform something that has Christ in the center that's there. That doesn't mean you have to use Bible verses at all times. I could just as well write fantasy or fiction or other things that isn't even explicitly Christian that has a lot of Christian principle and Christian teaching inside of it. That's also a valid choice. But what do we say? We want to always focus on scripture. And so where can we gather some evidence of this? Well, have a look at 1 Corinthians 9. And what I find interesting is um, Paul talks about our use of liberties. He's talking about our ability to, our ability to profit, our ability to, um, to use our conscience as a guide. You know, a lot of Christianity is gray areas. Sometimes something is a sin for you or it may not be a sin for me. Now, these aren't deep moral issues like sexual purity or things like that, but there are a lot of things. If you come out of a crazy, you know, occultism background, heavy metal music may cause more sin in your life than it causes anything of glory and peace. But if you've just come into Christ, you've never heard death metal, and you hear this Christian loud death metal, and you're like, wow, this is pretty cool. Hey, you're probably free to listen to that. So Paul's kind of addressing these types of issues. And then he concludes that entire section in 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. It says, do you not know that those who run in a race all run that they may receive the prize? Run in such a way to receive the prize. 
Everyone who competes in the games exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. Therefore, I run in such a way, not without aim. I box in such a way, not beating the air, but I discipline my body and make it my slave, so that after I've preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified. So, in the context of what we're talking about, we are free to use our various gifts to reach the kingdom. We are free if our gift is in music, if our gift is in writing, if our gift is in, you know, whatever it happens to be, figure out how to use that to glorify the kingdom and run for that prize. Remember, the ultimate prize is, is to come to the end of our life and hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. We can't hear well done, good and faithful servant if we get to the end of our life and all we've produced is secular things. All we have done is merely entertained. All we have done is fill the rest of the world with stuff. That doesn't bring us glory to Christ. That's not what the call of Christ is. Our call as Christians is to preach the gospel, is to be light, is to be salt. Good, powerful, glorious music, whether it's specifically quotes Bible verses or not, adds to the purification, it adds to the preserving nature. It will point in some degree to light. That is why it's so critically important to always be focusing on following Christ. Whatever your goals, whatever your dreams are, follow Christ in it. Be it Christian books, Christian music, or non-Christian books, non-Christian music that always follows and points to an ultimate truth. Let your readers figure out what that ultimate truth is you're trying to say. Produce something that is lovely and pure and noble. That is what's important. Follow your dreams, follow your passions. But remember our first dream, our first passion is Christ's passion, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.